Star Wars 7x7 episode 2477. About 900 episodes ago, <laughs> I made some bold predictions about what would be included in Season 7 of The Clone Wars. And I was kind of in the neighborhood, but I'll explain that further. And it has to do with what that Season 7 of The Clone Wars and what they ultimately decided for it, what it tells us about the storytelling choices that Lucasfilm is going to be making for Star Wars going forward. Punch it. Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So, 900 episodes ago, seems like quite a long time, two and a half years actually, back in October of 2018 when information about the seventh and final season of The Clone Wars was still very hard to come by, I had made a prediction for the three story arcs that would be contained within that final season. And everyone knew the Siege of Mandalore was going to be one of them, so, you know, that was kind of a given. I thought that the Cad Bane and Boba Fett storyline was going to be one of the three, and that turned out to be wrong. Ah, shucks. But I did think that the Bad Batch was going to be one of the three storylines. However, I thought it was going to be the one where they are on Kashyyyk, and they have some interactions with Yoda there as well, not the one that we actually got. Although, funnily enough, I did mention that I thought, based on some of the trailer footage that had been shown, that we might be seeing something related to the Outer Rim sieges. And that is, in fact, what happened, because the Bad Batch storyline we did get was happening in and around the Outer Rim sieges, so what do you know? Meanwhile, as far as Ahsoka went, I had proposed the possibility that we wouldn't be getting any other Ahsoka storylines because of the fact that we essentially knew the details of them already. There was Ahsoka's walkabout, and then there was the storyline that was supposed to happen in between Ahsoka's walkabout and the Siege of Mandalore that brings her back in contact with the Jedi, where they discover that there is in fact a Sith temple buried deep underground underneath the Jedi temple, but they skipped that in the final telling of Clone Wars Season 7 and just went with the Ahsoka's walkabout story. So now here we are, two and a half years and 900 episodes later. It seems like, in retrospect, the decisions that Lucasfilm made about what those story arcs would be were you know, very specific. With regard to the Bad Batch, the fact that they included a Bad Batch story arc really does seem to suggest that they knew and already had in development the Bad Batch TV series and it was imperative for them to introduce us to the Bad Batch in Clone Wars Season 7 so that way there would be a jumping off point for us with that Bad Batch series. And as much as the Ahsoka's Walkabout episodes didn't feel as vital in the same way as the Siege of Mandalore episodes did, I think that, you know, it makes very logical sense in retrospect now that we had to see Ahsoka leave the temple and what happened to her next and get her through a story arc where she would then have a reasonable cause for returning to have any association with the Jedi and deal with Maul. So, you know, all of that does make sense in retrospect. So how does that translate to what we can expect from Star Wars storytelling going forward? Well, I'll preface this by saying that 
expectation is possibly a path that will lead to disappointment. So if you, you know, want to speculate on this with me based on the evidence that we have been given so far and more to come in this episode, then, you know, that's great and that's wonderful. But, you know, I was just thinking about this in terms of even The Last Jedi, right? And during the production of The Last Jedi, there were rumors, and we didn't talk about them on the show because at that point we were getting away from rumors and speculation and not including them on the show. But there were rumors kicking around where part of the story would involve the Knights of Ren actually coming to Octo and trying to confront and kill Luke Skywalker there, like the full-on Knights of Ren, and that there was some sort of epic battle that happened there where Luke was just tossing Knights of Ren left and right, throwing them off cliffs and whatnot, and that it was just, you know, crazy action happening there. Obviously, that didn't happen. And I have to say, like, you know, the difference between you know, expectation versus and getting disappointed versus expectation and letting stories be told the way they're going to be told is a really important thing to try and grab a hold of. So, you know, as we talk about these possibilities, you know, don't get too invested in them, basically, is ultimately what I want to say. But it's already evident in the live action side of things that they are continuing this kind of thinking. In particular, all you have to do is look at The Mandalorian and Boba Fett, right? The fact that they seeded Boba Fett in season one and then they brought him back in season two, along with Fennec Shan for that matter, and they used the season two episodes of The Mandalorian to set up the spinoff for the Book of Boba Fett. And they're using the Bad Batch to introduce us to a younger Fennec Shand, so they are increasing the ties across these various productions that they are creating. And so naturally your mind casts forward to wonder what's going to happen in future storytelling. Certainly Bo-Katan being in the season two of The Mandalorian, you know, the way things played out, it seems pretty obvious that she's going to be in season three, but whether she's going to spin off and do her own thing, well, eh, I don't necessarily know about that. It seems more likely that she's going to be a part of season three, but that they're going to end up bringing more characters in in season three who could then, you know, spin off into other series or tie into other series or lead up to whatever this grand storytelling event is that they talked about at the Investor Day in December. And I will also call your attention back to something that we discussed earlier this week in regard to Ahsoka Tano and the fact that Bo-Katan actually had a line on where Ahsoka was at that particular moment and that suggested that Bo-Katan was in some form of regular contact with Ahsoka. Right now, we know that an Ahsoka series exists, but we have no information about when it might start shooting. We have no information about writers or showrunners or anything like that. So it seems more likely that Ahsoka's next appearance in Star Wars live action storytelling would be in season three of The Mandalorian as well. And because we know from the end of Star Wars Rebels that Ahsoka and Sabine at some point go off to find Ezra, again, we still don't know where that epilogue takes place in the whole timeline, but I think it's fair to say that Sabine is probably going to end up in season three of The Mandalorian too. And the last thing I'll add to this is that Dave Filoni, in talking about the Clone Wars and Rebels over the years, he talked about ending Star Wars Rebels and with season four and saying that he was going to get to 
finish the series the way that he didn't get to finish the Clone Wars, right? So that was back in 2018 when we didn't know that Clone Wars was going to be coming back for a seventh and final season. And then when we found out that it was, his line on that was that he was finally getting to finish the series in a way that you know made it feel complete to him. Well, he has left himself a <laughs> very large and untied loose end, which is the fate of Ezra Bridger and the fate of Grand Admiral Thrawn. And so I have a feeling that whatever this main storytelling event is, it's ultimately going to lead in that direction. So this doesn't yet account for how the Book of Boba Fett is going to weave its way back into these storylines. And it also leaves out the Rangers of the New Republic because, gosh, we don't really know a thing <laughs> about that series whatsoever. But we do know that all of these live action storytelling things that we know about right now that are taking place in the time period of the Mandalorian, including the Ahsoka series, which is taking place in the time period of the Mandalorian that has been shared with us. Yeah, it does seem like it all points in one direction and one very big set of loose ends. And so there you go. That's what I've got for you about <laughs> storytelling going forward and about just, you know, what we've seen so far with these new Disney Plus series and what it seems to tell us about what's to come. And that's going to do it for this episode as well. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.